From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is Sarah Reith with the KZYX News. Five years after filing a lawsuit against Mendocino County and her ex-boyfriend, Amanda Carley will have a chance to make her case in court. Carly is suing the county, the probation department, her boss at the time, and Noble Weidelich, who is now the chief of the Ukiah Police Department. At a hearing on Friday morning, Mendocino County Superior Court Judge Janine Nadell granted Carly's request for a jury trial, scheduled to begin on September 26th of this year. The 15-count complaint, filed in April 2017, accuses Weidelich of physical and emotional abuse and breach of oral contract for failing to adhere to agreements to pay Carly her share of an investment in a home they bought together. Her complaints against the county and probation department stem from what she alleges was a conspiracy of mistreatment after she made contradictory reports of abuse by Weidelich. Weidelich was a member of the Ukiah Police Department and Carly was an adult probation officer. Defendant Albert Ganter was the head of the department in 2015 when Carly's daughter Madison told a school counselor that her mother was being abused. The counselor, who was required to report the statement to the authorities, did so, which led to Andrew Porter of the Mendocino County Sheriff's Office interviewing Carly in April of 2015. Porter was dubious at her denials of abuse. I explained to Amanda that I believed she was minimizing incidents and involvement, and I told her I understand her concerns, he wrote. He added that Amanda appeared deceptive and caught off guard by several of my questions, and she countered with what sounded like a rehearsed statement about not being abused or being held against her will. Porter wrote that prior to his interview with Carly, the Ukiah Police Department hired independent investigator Bill Cogbill to investigate Widelick, but nothing came of it because Carly denied that she was being abused. Porter's final entries about his contact with Carly state that he spoke with her again in July of 2015. I told Amanda I did not believe she was honest with me when I previously interviewed her, he reported. Amanda agreed with me that she was not. He concluded by describing photographs that Carly sent him of injuries she said Widelich inflicted on her. But by then, District Attorney David Eister had returned the investigation to the sheriff's office for lack of credible evidence. Eister did not prosecute Widelich. Michelle Roberts is the director of the Fort Bragg Office of Project Sanctuary, a nonprofit organization that advocates for, counsels, and houses families who are seeking to escape domestic violence. She told KZYX last year, in an interview about a separate suit against Widelich by Amanda Carley's daughter Madison, that it's typical for people experiencing domestic violence to deny it. She said people often don't understand that there's many reasons people stay in abusive relationships or that it takes them a long time to get out. Carly believes she was unfairly punished for behaving as a typical victim of domestic violence. In 2016, Eister placed her on the Brady List, a database of law enforcement officers who are known to be dishonest. This effectively disqualifies officers from testifying in court because they're not considered reliable. Eister believed that the contradictory statements in Porter's report made Carly vulnerable to a subpoena if she testified in prosecutions. Carly claimed that Eister and the probation department conspired to place her on the list, investigate and demote her, and deprive her of her weapon in order to silence her. The 2017 complaint alleges that following her placement on the Brady List, she was subject to a hostile work environment in the probation department, including sexual harassment and constant humiliation. She contends the deprivation of her service weapon rendered her unable to fulfill her constitutional duties in a manner that ensured her own safety and that of others. She claims that the county, the department, and her boss at the time, Albert Ganter, authorized conditions that were discriminatory and designed to punish her for reporting the crime of domestic violence against her. 
Eister was included in the original complaint, but the court found that he was protected by the anti-slap statute. This is a free speech law in California that protects people from being personally sued for four categories of speech about activities in connection with a public issue, including written and oral statements connected with lawful official proceedings. Eister was removed from the list of defendants four years ago. The case wound its way through the court for years. In 2020, it traveled from judicial review to an active shelf to the basement of the courthouse in Ukiah. On Friday morning, Judge Nadell faced lawyers for the plaintiff, the county, and Weidelich and demanded to know why no one had done any work on the case. Why, with the deadline for a trial date looming in October, was the plaintiff requesting one now? Richard Freeman of Sonoma County, who's representing Amanda Carley and her daughter Madison in her separate civil suit against Weidelich, said that on October 18th, 2021, the court's website reflected that the case was closed. When he checked again on December 3rd, he said the website indicated that the case was open. The head clerk conducted a quick search of the website and concluded that this was an accurate representation of the matter. But Deputy County Counsel Brina Blanton protested that the short notice for the upcoming trial was punishing the defendants, especially since an attorney is leaving her office and she'll be forced to dedicate all her working hours to discovery in the case. James King, representing Weidelich, also argued that the timeline was totally unfair, saying that it jams our office to the max. He complained that this is going to be a he-said-she-said case and requested a number of considerations, including the right to conduct in-person depositions in Mendocino County, rather than Southern California, where the Carleys now live, and shortened time, meaning that witnesses will have 15 days instead of 30 to respond to summonses to be deposed. Nadell granted both requests and appeared open to a short extension beyond mid-October. She also suggested the possibility of bringing the matter before a settlement judge. A court official reported that since the end of the pandemic shutdowns, responses to jury summonses are at an all-time low, sometimes with only 40 people out of 500 showing up for jury duty. A confidential settlement conference in the case is scheduled for June 23rd. Weidelich requested a July 8th hearing for the case to be dismissed. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.